everybody, you're listening to TBC Parent Podcast, where we take time each episode to discuss topics and ideas that are relevant to today's parents. I am Josh Dansel, children's pastor at Temple Baptist Church. I'm married to my wonderful wife, and together we have three beautiful girls. I will be sitting down with different people to discuss these topics and help us understand them better. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Parent Podcast, uh, given here by Kids Quest here at Temple Baptist Church. Uh, My name is Josh Stansel, and I am the children's pastor, and I have a guest speaker today, probably going to be our greatest speaker that we've ever had. And of course, I'm a little biased because it is my wife, Lacey. Lacey, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Uh, I just want to thank you again for being here today. I kind of threw out honor and said, hey, uh, we're going to be doing a podcast today, and uh, and today's going to be a good one. So Lacey, thank you for coming on and, and helping us out with the issue we're going to be talking about today. No problem. Glad to be here. <laughs> so as you can tell, Lacey's uh, a little bit nervous about uh, what we're going to be doing, but it is a very good topic, and it's the idea of fighting uh, as parents in front of your children. And I think this is one of those topics that if you ask anybody, they're going to agree, yeah, you definitely shouldn't fight in front of your kids. But we also know how emotions go, and we know that sometimes emotions just take over, and we do things that we know we shouldn't be doing. Would you agree with that, Lacey? Yes, (laughs) But see, this is going to be a hard topic for me and Lacey, because Lacey, we never fight, do we? Never. Never (laughs) once in their entire (laughs) 20 years of knowing each other. (laughs) So Lacey and I have known each other for a while, and so we've been able to kind of see how, you know, in a way that we've kind of evolved in uh, in the way that we handle certain situations. Uh, We're going to kind of talk about that today from early on in our relationship to even now. And no, we don't have all the answers. No, we haven't got a for sure fix, but we at least have started doing things differently that we know will help our children in the long run. And that's obviously what we're going to focus on. So today we are going to be talking about fighting in front of your kids. Um, and so let's go ahead and get started. Um, and what I want what I want you to know is the reason I chose my wife is because, uh, one, she was willing. <laughs> but the second one is because we're coming at it with different perspectives. Um, I come from what society calls a broken home. So my parents were divorced and that happened uh, in second grade. And um, I did get to experience fighting uh, in my household. And then Lacey came from her parents are still married to this day and there wasn't as much. And so we have different perspectives when that comes. So it was it's kind of neat. But at the same time, it was a learning curve when we came together uh, to try to, uh, I guess, train our children up in the way they should go. Right. Um, So, Lacey, if you would just tell us a little bit about your your growing up and uh, how much you actually saw of your parents fighting and those kind of things? Um, when I was growing up, I I really didn't see my parents fight a whole lot um, in front of us. I mean, we would know they're mad at each other or, you know, they've done something um, that maybe they're upset at each other about. Um, but I really seen them fight more in front of me as I'm older than when I was younger. But um, they normally had a pretty... Um, happy marriage, you would say, I guess, um, at least in front of us. Um, My dad worked out of town a lot, so they weren't around each other a lot during the week. Um, It was mainly weekends, uh, occasional days here and there throughout the week. Um, But for the most part, um, you know, they were very happily married, um, didn't have very many issues or problems or anything like that. I got you. And like I said, so my perspective on things was a little bit different. Um, I did grow up. uh, My parents were divorced. 
force. And so there's things that I remember, even to this day, and I was sharing with Lacey that um, there's the emotions that occurred in that time in second grade. Like I can still feel some of those emotions today, which is bizarre for me that I can remember the way that I felt in that moment. Uh, I, there was a certain occurrence. Uh, I remember when they were dropping off and the parents were fighting and I, I just remember running to the backyard and all kinds of emotions were just hit me because I realized that, you know, it actually was coming true. My parents were going to be separated. I remember the whole idea of how we were moving out and all that stuff. And it still affects me to this day. Like I can still feel those emotions. And then also, you know, when my, uh, because of that, uh, you know, it, it caused different issues. I mean, when you, when you have a divorce and there's what you feel like betrayal or things like that, you know, it, it leads people to act differently. So I remember uh, relationships that uh, my parents had after the fact that, you know, it affected their next relationship. So I remember that there was fighting in those moments and things. And I can still remember some of that even to this day. And and again, one of the things I share with Lacey and, and thank goodness, I you know, I, I realized it is some of the things that I saw uh, my parents doing or even their spouse was there were habits that I learned that I shouldn't have learned. It was just and it wasn't that I was trying to. It was subconsciously. These were kind of molding me into who I would be. So when I would get into arguments or fights or conversations, I responded in a way that I had seen. And 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 we know that that's how, the, how kids are. Kids are sponges and they just soak up everything. So uh, that's kind of what we're talking about today. And, um, you know, I, I was telling Lacey, it's just bizarre how today, like even I can think about this past weekend, how when I was walking out, I just saw a lot more fights or you could just see that the eyes, you could see the um, just how people were in front of their kids and it it wasn't healthy. Um, I was reading this article and they were talking to psychologist Mark Cummings from Notre Dame and they were basically asking him about arguing and fighting in front of kids and it says he found that kindergartners whose parents had harsh and frequent fights were more likely to struggle with depression, anxiety, and behavior issues by the time they were in seventh grade. So, you know, we definitely see that these children are are just soak up what their parents are doing. That's that's where they're learning their things from. So, um, uh, Lacey, just I guess we'll go ahead and get right into it when it comes to our relationship. Have you seen how fighting in front of them has impacted them negatively? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I hate if that ever happens when they see you know them being upset or or us, us being upset because you can automatically see them just kind of have a concerned look on their face or you know come up and try to hug and comfort or something like that because they you know may they think that you know I might be upset because when I get emotional or when I get upset I cry um, you know that's just kind of my reaction and I never like to see let them see me do that because as soon as they do it it like one it puts even if I'm in the wrong in a fight it puts the negative image more on you that I'm the one that's hurt but um, you know that you hurt me or something like that and they've came up to me before and been like why did daddy make you cry and that breaks my heart more than anything because it's like well daddy didn't really make me cry and you know I always try to comfort them in that situation um, so that they can kind of understand but at that age they don't all they see is tears and when you're crying that means you're upset so they don't get the whole the understand the whole concept of it right right and I, I would kind of say the same thing and and each of the kids obviously aside from McKinley considering she's what like 18 months now but we have a uh, a seven-year-old and a, and a four-year-old and obviously it's a 
affecting them different because they're still, even though they're so, they're closer in age, it still it still does impact them differently. So, kind of some of the same questions have been asked to me. You know, why why is mommy crying or daddy? Why was mommy doing this? Or so that they see it and they hear it, and it's it's something that we we identified early on that man we can't be doing this. Like, uh, and and here's always the fun thing, and and being with kids around kids all the time, uh, they share a lot of information, <laughs> and so you'll have a kid come up to you and just share with you about how their parents were fighting. But I've also been in the car before and heard Brooklyn in the back, like, uh, and I don't feel me and you, Lacey, <laughs> fight a lot. But according to Brooklyn, she's like, oh, yeah, my parents fight all the time. And it's like we had one argument in the last, like, you know, four, five, six months. And but to her, it's they fight all the time. And she was telling her friend this. So, you know, obviously, what's the friend going to go do? Share with their parents. And that same kid has also shared with me how their parents have fought. So that's one thing is if you want to keep your your business personal, you might not want to do it in front of people that's going to see it. But um, another thing that I read here is it says when parents are fighting, it's psychologically traumatic for kids. Their blood pressure increases. And it says even if you play a tape of two adults fighting who are not their parents for a child, it also has a negative effect. Uh and it, it says they it does result in them having a lot of anxiety, which for me, if, if you were to ask me several years ago about kids and anxiety, I would say, well, what can they be anxious about? But I'm going to be honest with you. Kids deal with more things uh, than I could ever imagine. There were so many things that's been brought to light. And so having this one extra obstacle is just a, a huge deal. And the other thing is says children have this magical way of thinking uh, where they take responsibility for things. Uh, it's crazy, but I mean, honestly, if parents are fighting, a lot of time kids think it's their fault. They think they have to fix it. They think they've done something wrong. And so you definitely don't want the kid to think <laughs> they were the cause of this. So uh, we say all this to say, okay, well, what can we do? Well, one of the things that I would advise you to do at fighting anytime is is prayer. And uh, I'm going to talk about Lacey. Uh, we were fighting uh, one time, and this time still stands out in my head. And I don't know, Lacey, if you remember this. Uh, but we were like right in the middle of the argument. And I just see her close her eyes, and I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just going to pray about this. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like she she used that card where it's like, oh, you have to stop now because, you know, you're praying. But honestly, I mean, seek seek God in, in the decisions that you're making. And and so that's a great first step is just, hey, pray about it. And I think through that Holy Spirit wisdom, he's just going to advise us to, hey, we need to stop what we're doing right now. And so one of the things that, that we have we've been great at is Lacey and I, we never we have never went to to bed. We've never. Uh, end of the night still upset and frustrated each other where our feelings hurt sure but we always resolve the situation but my thing would be take it outside of that room do it out away from the kids and you may say well how do you do this and I, I do think it's start with prayer Lacey have you found out anything else that's helped you to kind of right when the motions are heated to kind of stop dissolve it get away from the, 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 the parents I mean get away from the kids yeah I mean sometimes I, I'm a fixer and I want things fixed right then um, and sometimes I've learned that sometimes it's a little better to just take a deep breath and pray about it and, you know, search where you're wrong. Um, I think that's something I've tried to work on myself because a lot of times in the middle of an argument, it's all about what the other person is doing wrong. Now, I'm not always great at it, but um, when I do take a step back and I do pray and say, you know, God, help me, help me handle this the way I need to handle it and help me say things the way that I need to say things in a way that, you know, Josh 
can really understand that I'm trying to help and fix things, um, the the conversations have went a lot better versus me just mouthing things off and just whatever comes to the top of my head. Um, that sometimes it is okay to just take you know a minute to breathe, evaluate what are you doing wrong, not really what the other person is doing wrong. Um, sure. Because it's amazing sometimes when you look back and tr- think about what the other person's trying to like say or what they're trying to express um how you'll be like oh you know you're right um where if you're just heated in the moment you don't always see it that right, way right and i guess it goes back to that uh thinking about the other person's uh well one that you love the other person right and then remembering and, and trying to think about uh their best interests of course but um you know but i do want to i do want to kind of throw this in there too i think it's also can be very healthy um to have disagreements in front of your kids. I mean, because here's the deal. We're, Lacey, do you and I agree on every situation that happens? No, definitely not. <laughs> no, not at all. Again, different different perspectives. We come from different things. But there's been things that we've been able to discuss. And I think that if, if a child can see a disagreement and see that it can be handled, it's going to also allow them and model to them how to work through disagreements. And so, I, I, again, let's go back to the idea of the children are sponge so they're going to see everything that you do and they're going to they're going to learn it's it, it's a natural behavior they're going to learn they're going to do how you do they're going to respond how you respond because it's a learned trait and so if we can have these disagreements in front of kids that we're respectful to another you know we we have the right tone we stay calm the entire time we're not attacking and we're showing support to one another we're generous i mean just think about that think about this world and what we're in you don't you don't really see that many people still being as generous as what they you know once was and then you know dealing with that disagreement showing them and not necessarily pointing out things but just living it and being respectful to one another and kind of lacy what you're speaking to is is thinking about the other person's interest and, and remembering that you know that <laughs> we all have emotions and we all have needs and so uh, I think working through those disagreements can be can be healthy for them. No, I agree. Um, and something else, I think that um, like when we have messed up and maybe did not handle a situation the way we should have handled it in front of our kids and maybe we let it get a little out of hand um, and we recognize that they see that um, I think it's important to discuss with them like you know basically the failures of a human and be able to bring in the fact that like hey we all mess up you know and talk about giving grace to the other person and you know understanding that that's that's what Jesus's love is all about um, is giving grace and understanding when people mess up that we do still love each other and we forgive each other and that we work things out and making sure they see that and understand that so that they don't just wonder oh is mom and dad just completely right. upset or mad at each other all the time right and see I, I remember too and, and as you were sharing that I remember uh, early on in our relationship one of the biggest things that was hard for me to do is one was apologize but two 
is also owning up to what I did wrong. You know, I always thought it was about proving my point. And so I say all that not to say necessarily, hey, how do you argue, you know, just as a couple? Because this really wasn't supposed to be set up as a as a as a couple's deal more for in, in front of kids. But um, when you can go during a disagreement or, or after a fight and you can go up to your kids and say, look, daddy was wrong. Daddy was being very mean to mommy and he shouldn't have been doing this. And so that's why we were fighting. That's why mommy was crying because she was upset and I shouldn't have done that. And I have, I've had to go to apologize to mommy and I've had to do those things. So I think showing them that it's okay to own up to your, your faults, uh, just like you were saying and saying, look, this is, this is why Jesus is so good because he forgives us of this thing. And just like mommy and daddy forgive you, mommy and daddy's going to forgive one another because we love one another. So showing them how that's important, I think will help model them into their relationship because they're everything they're learning right now. And I think that's the biggest thing we need to, we need to get is everything, no matter what stage they're at. Uh, you can, you can look at different psychological issues of, of neglect on babies. You can talk about children, uh, you know, kindergarten. We, we read that earlier, first grade, second grade. And these are things that they're dealing. And it's not just that they're dealing with it in the home because Lacey and I also own a cheer gym. And so we see athletes coming in broken and you can just see it when they walk in. It, it looks like they're carrying a hundred pounds on their shoulders and, and how they come in. And, and so this thing is impacting them wherever they go. It's not just in the home. And I think just because we're not always with our kids, I mean, they're at school and they're, we don't know really how they're responding. And so, um, and you know, as I mentioned that, I think if, if we're able to help model it, maybe our kids can help somebody else that's in, you know, at school dealing with parents fighting, things like that. Our kids could be the ones that help another kid that's that's struggling and having issues. So remember, they're being a sponge. But well, the last thing I want to talk about is kind of what we were just speaking on. Lacey kind of already spoke about it. But the, some of the things that we can do if, if we if we cross that line, that 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 boundary, we, and, and that's the thing, set up boundaries in your marriage. Go ahead and set them up now. Have a keyword or something that when you are getting to that point in an argument and there's people around, you can have that cue to just say, we need to dissolve it um, and, and until a later time. Go to a place that you can. But if we do cross that boundary, what's some things that, that we can do? So, Lacey, I know you said some. Do you have any other ideas kind of that that you thought of? If we've crossed that boundary, what's some things that we can do with our kids to help? Um, that was my main one. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I got you. No, no, that's fine. I'm thinking, but yeah. um, that, I mean, that's just, that. that's my main thing. And just, I mean, really just being aware of the situation you're in, I think is the biggest thing. Because I'm the world's worst and my emotions get ahead of me. And I'm not thinking about, I'm not even realizing that the kids are soaking it in. So just being aware of where the, the fight is going or where the argument or the discussion is is going. And, and just being sure that kids see that everything is okay right. um, and that things are going to be okay and making sure you're not putting down the other person oh, yeah. or um, anything like that so that they understand, you know, and that, and that will help with that anxiety and, and all of that of worrying what's happening with mom and dad because I do think when they hear you know, so-and-so's parents don't live together. Or they have friends or whatever. Then they start thinking, is that going to happen to my mom and dad just because they fight? And that's probably where the anxiety can come in. Um, so just letting them know it's going to be okay. Right. And and I think uh, kind of piggybacking on that, I think some of the other things that we can do is, is just like she was saying. I, I, well, let me back up. I don't think it's just in that one moment, like right after it's over. I think this is kind of, it, it will extend out a few days that 
that you know they got it. They got to see. They can't just see it in that one moment. They got to see that everything's okay the next day, and the next day, and the next day. So again, that's I think why it's so important that do not go to bed, don't go to sleep, still frustrated, still mad. I promise you, in marriage, you can resolve it. We've done it every time. We've been married for eleven years now, so we've been able to do it. We've been together twenty years, and we've been able to do the same thing through the entire our entire relationship with each other. So work on that because you don't need the next day that your parent that the kids everybody's up and you can still tell mommy and daddy are mad at each other at breakfast because then it just ruins another day so help them day to day day after day to see that everything's good and I would also say I mean you've heard kind of that um, I don't remember how the phrase actually goes but for every one negative interaction it takes you know four to five positive interactions to knock out that one negative for whatever reason we're kind of seems like we're kind of wired here to just hold on to that negative energy that negative junk and so remember like it's going to take four to five positive interactions with one another to at least kind of make up for that um and, and they do need to know that everything's fine. The, uh, the last thing I would share is the idea of that personal touch, uh, especially as your kids are younger. I'm, I'm kind of speaking more to that. But I think even as you're older is that, you know, if, if there's hugs and there's kisses and there's just uh, not necessarily cuddling in front of each other, but just that that nice embrace of just holding on to one another and that they can they can see that because because a child identifies a hug and a kiss because they've hopefully had that since they were a baby, a toddler. And so they understand what that means. So if they're able to watch you now, I don't mean mean just walk into a room and just for the, for the sake of just doing that, but let that be part of what your relationship is that you can just share those moments that you're just embracing one another, that you're kissing one another, that you're letting each other know as a couple, but also in front of your kids that everything's okay everything's going to be okay and I think when we do those kind of things you know eliminate the fighting in front of one another um, and 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 show where it's okay that I think this is gonna last for a long time so Lacey do you have anything else before we conclude our our session today I think I'm good all right so as always we thank you so much for tuning in listening please share this on Facebook um, comment uh, email if you have any other questions those kind of things we'll probably hit this subject up again a little more in depth I'm wanting to bring uh, somebody else in but Lacey you're going to be the best speaker we've ever had I can feel it thank you again but uh, thank you all so much and I can't wait to uh, tune in for our next episode